four, three, two, one. Welcome back to Comic Book Storylines. I'm Brian Sorensen, a.k.a. Brian the Comic Book Guy. Every week, you can see all the issues we cover by following my Instagram, at Brian the Comic Book Guy. If you have any questions about anything else, more in detail you want me to go over, you can email me, Guy at gmail.com. So last week, we wrapped up Flashpoint. Things went back to normal. The Flash got everything back the way he wanted to. But did he? We came out with a new storyline a couple years after the fact with Flashpoint. And actually what was interesting is at the time, was it last year, two major events were going on for DC at the time. We had Dark Crisis, which I promise we'll get to eventually. It was an awesome storyline. Very much going on with that one. And also what we're going to start covering today, Flashpoint Beyond. So just the title alone was intriguing, and it starts with issue zero. Traditionally, it starts with issue one, but they started with issue zero. It's a six-part epic, well, seven parts with the zero. So we start out with things like, okay, did everything get back to normal, or did it? We see Batman, Bruce Wayne. He's at the Time Hunters location, uh, Rip Hunter and the Time Lords. If you've ever seen any of the WB shows or the Arrowverse shows, uh, he's been kind of featured in that one. So Batman is standing in the ruins of one of Rip Hunter's time-traveling like headquarters and everything, looking for something. Uh, he's looking at all these chalkboards, and he's seeing some things that kind of tie into Dark Crisis, but they don't really go into it that much. Although you do hear little snippets here and there from Dark Crisis. You see uh, a little uh, chart that starts talking about the Omniverse, Dark Multiverse, things like that. And Batman's trying to find something. He's got these two characters with him. Uh, it's Mime and uh, another character uh, called Marionette. He stumbled onto them in the storyline that we'll get to eventually. There's a lot we're going to get to eventually. It was called Doomsday Clock. They're kind of like these out-of-time characters that have helped him a little bit. So he is in the Time Lord's lab, and he takes a snow globe. It's curious that he takes a snow globe, but he's not saying why yet. He stumbles next to a chalkboard, and on the chalkboard it says, Thomas Wayne will die. He gets kind of annoyed at it and rubs it out. Gets it because it was a chalk on a chalkboard, so he clears it out. Then we get to a full page of an explanation. It tells everything that happened during Flashpoint, and uh, the last thing is... Uh, Barry Allen sought out Thomas Wayne and convinced this Batman to help him change reality back. In doing so, Thomas would save his son. They succeeded. Didn't they? Well, maybe they didn't. We see something very familiar. If you remember in the first part of Flashpoint, Barry Allen wakes up from a nap and things are changed. Well, Thomas Wayne wakes up from a nap although he is a heavy drinker in this timeline. And he's got Oswald Cobblepot, his uh, right-hand guy, and he's being told that he's got allegations coming against him for murder, for the murder of Joe Chill. So if you remember back in Flashpoint, he had found Bruce's killer, Joe Chill, and did murder him. Well, since this 
world kept going, Judge Harvey Dent found out what he had done, and he was getting ready to charge him with murder. So he's not really paying attention to this. He's kind of like, wait, what's really going on here? He's trying to debate whether or not he's drunk, something's up. You know, he, he's just trying to figure out what is going on because it wasn't supposed to be his timeline anymore. Uh, they're saying that uh, Harvey Dent's wife, Gilda, who is still reeling from the death of one of their kids, the, the little girl that the Joker had taken out in Flashpoint, uh, the Batman storyline in Flashpoint. And Judge Harvey Dent is yelling at Thomas Wayne, saying his wife Gilda is obsessed with Martha, the Joker. He says, Batman may have saved our daughter from that lunatic, but the trauma Martha put her through, getting shot, watching Commissioner Gordon die, even with Martha dead, she was haunted by the awful laughter. And the little girl who they eventually, you find out he they did save. But she took her own life because it drove her insane with the events that went on. So they're blaming Bruce, uh, not Bruce. They're blaming Thomas Wayne for that as well. So Thomas just gets up out of his chair, goes to his elevator, and Harvey Dent is screaming at him, go see my wife, Gilda, at Arkham Asylum. So an elevator closes, and Thomas is pretty mad. He goes, Barry changed it back. I remember. I was ripped out of time by the reverse flash. Uh, Thawne turned me into a living paradox that shouldn't exist, yet I did. I tried to force Bruce to quit, but I was cruel and I was wrong. I realized the world needed my son, and he made the Batman into something good, unlike me. So he's remembering things. He's like, I should be dead. So he goes to the cemetery, and he's at Martha's grave and Bruce's grave, and he's seeing visions of martha as the joker behind him and she's like thomas it was a dream it's all a wonderful little dream and he just is imagine you see like he's imagining the joker his wife martha so then we go to a news broadcast where they're showing the events of what happened during flashpoint the war with the amazons and the atlanteans and how it's kind of like escalated even though they're the they're still at war things didn't go according to plan. The heroes that did try and rescue everybody didn't really do what they were supposed to. Europe is almost underwater from Atlantis, winning their battle against Wonder Woman and the Atlanteans. Uh, Aquaman is bringing his army closer and closer to American shores, so they're kind of worrying about that. And they're saying the, view, the very few we thought we could trust disappeared hunting things and other characters. So all the heroes that were left in the Flashpoint universe, uh, they thought that they were going to help, but they really weren't much of a help. And then they talk about the Kryptonian, the Superman of what he was doing. They're saying that uh, he was responsible for the terrorist attack that killed 35,000 men, women, and children 30 years ago, which is technically right. His pod had crashed in the middle of Metropolis instead of a farm. So his pod like caused a whole lot of damage. So And the government took him away for a while. They, they found the pod and kept him under wraps. And it's all coming out now that that is what happened. Like Things were released that it was a Kryptonian ship that brought him to Earth. And it was the beginning of an alien invasion and things like that. And, you know, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later because Superman does appear eventually later on.
And he, you see Thomas Wayne is looking around in his bat cave, and somebody scribbled on a chalkboard, everything matters. And he goes, who wrote that? So he's thinking, Thawne is back. You zoom. He goes, is it revenge for putting a sword through your spine? I'll do it again. What does that mean? Everything matters. He goes, not here. Nothing matters. So he's getting really mad. He just destroys the chalkboard and just gets really mad. And then he goes over to a display case where he has the gun that Joe Chill used to kill Bruce. And he takes the thing off and he takes the gun with him. So we see Thomas. He's got a briefcase and he's out late and everything. And he's going to meet... Uh, we find out it's Barry Allen. We see him looking at Barry Allen, who is very much alive, but not the Flash. He is a criminal pathologist. He's a forensic studier, and he's at a crime scene, and Thomas Wayne is watching and everything. And you kind of see him lurking in the background, and they're talking about something about a clockwork killer, the fourth victim. And they're trying to figure out who this person is, and they're telling Barry he's got to figure it out. And we see Barry go home after a long night. He's there interacting with a lady named Fiona in an elevator. He's trying to ask her out, and she's definitely not wanting any part of that. So he shrugs it off. He goes home. He's at his apartment alone. And Thomas Wayne is there. He goes, what are you doing in my apartment? He goes, wait, you're Thomas Wayne. He goes, yes, I'm Thomas Wayne. You remember me, right? And Barry's like, remember you? Who's There isn't a person in America who doesn't know all about Dr. Wayne. So then he goes, you don't remember anything, do you? And he goes, what are you talking about? Why did you break into my house? I should call my friends downtown. Well, my coworkers, I mean. And he goes, Barry, what I'm about to tell you sounds insane because you once told it to me. And he goes, first off, I'm the Batman. And he goes, what? And he goes... I told you I was the Batman? He goes, no, I am the Batman. You call yourself the Flash. Let me explain. And he goes through the brief history with everything with the Flash and everything and how he broke the time barrier, traveled back in time, saved his mom and all that. And Barry is just like, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Someone murdered my mother? That can't be. I just spoke to her. You need to leave. And he goes, I know it's a lot to process, but we, I need your help. And Thomas ends up uh, knocking Barry unconscious. Since he's a doctor, he knows what drugs to do. So he gives Barry a sedative, knocks him out cold. So, yeah, he's already doing some shady stuff. He's the Batman. So Barry wakes up. Thomas Wayne is once again trying to recreate the Flash. He's on top of Wayne Casino's. And he's got Barry Allen strapped to a chair like he was in Flashpoint with all the chemicals and everything. He goes, I'm proving you. I'm proving that I'm right. I'm hoping we could talk this out. But when you get your powers back, you can fix everything. But I'm not going to be as convincing as you. You need to figure out how to fix all this again. And Barry's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, Barry, you have a wife and children, a family, a legacy. There's a museum. Uh, that's named after you. My son is alive. He's the Batman that I'll never be. And he's just like, what are you talking about? I'm not going to get hit by a bolt of lightning and everything's going to be fixed. So Thomas pulls the trigger and he brings that uh, lightning rod up in the air. 
But just as he's about to get struck by lightning, something comes out of nowhere and breaks the vat of the chemicals that is all around him before he got struck by lightning. He goes, wait, the chemicals, I need them or, and then just as he says that, Barry gets struck by a bolt of lightning, poof, Barry Allen is dead. So Batman's like, no, this can't be. And then Oswald Cobblepot comes on his intercom. He goes, Judge Dent and the police are on their way right now. They're going to arrest you for the murder of Joe Chill. He goes, I can see them on the street right now. And all I see is a boom noise. And you hear his son scream, Dad. So Batman looks over the balcony and he sees that Harvey Dent was just killed by something. And he pulls his son out of the fire because it's in a car and he's getting ready to blow up. And poof, the car explodes. Judge Dent is dead. But he had his son with him, so that was kind of weird, wasn't it? So the son points to the direction of, hey, the shot came from this way. He shot right at the cops, and you see somebody running away. And it says he shot a harpoon, spilled the chemicals in the process. He killed Barry Allen. It's one of Aquaman's surface allies, an assassin. So he goes after him. Uh, it's, he's wearing like a containment suit with water and everything. He goes, why did you do that? And he goes, I was trying to hit you. You're lying. Aquaman said you were going to use Barry Allen to change things. I said He said I had to kill him. So he says, tell me everything you know. And he's, uh, I've murdered a lot of people. I can say it's all in the name of Atlantis. I like it. I like killing people. You know, he's just an assassin. And then he says, everyone knows that Batman's a killer. You're like me. We can work together. And he's trying to get Thomas Wayne to work together. He goes, we're both monsters. Whether you like it or not, you're looking to a mirror. And he goes, uh, yeah, you're going to come with me and we're going to be uh, we're going to be allies in this. And he goes, no, we're not. And he suddenly has a flashback again of Bruce dying and he kills the assassin. So the police are looking at what's left of Judge Dent and his son is kind of traumatized in the back of a car. Thomas Wayne comes by and he goes over to the boy. But right before he goes to the boy. A yellow flashlight character goes by him. He goes, Thomas Wayne, over here, over here, and it's gone. So we can see Thon is back in the swing of things. He didn't really die when he was supposed to. Thomas is just with the kid right now, and we go back to the epilogue after the issue is done. The first epilogue is Gilda is in uh, Arkham Asylum, and she's screaming about things that are going on. And the patient that's in the next room to her, it's very interesting. It says Hayden R. Now that is a character from the Crisis on Infinite Earths, if you remember that episode. Psycho Pirate. So what's Psycho Pirate doing and what's going on? He goes, wait, everything's upside down again. The commissioner is Commissioner Gordon. Where is he? Bruce is supposed to be Batman. Where is Bruce? So interesting. So there's somebody else in the Flashpoint universe that knows who is what's going on. So we see Epilogue 2. Bruce Wayne is back in his Batcave. He's got things going on, and he's trying to figure out everything that's going on. And he's saying uh, there's a divine continuum that uh, stuff is 
all spir spiraling out of all time and space. So he's trying to get to the bottom of why the Flashpoint universe is there. He understands that there is something else going on. And one of Dr. Rip Hunter's allies is on his way to uh, he's Corky Baxter. He's one of the Time Masters. And he's sitting on top of the Batmobile and he goes, you're, you're took one of Dr. Hunter's lab experiments. He took something in his lab. Dr. Hunter's going to have us change your history. I can already guess how, and it'll be something. I didn't warn you, Mr. Wayne. You just opened up a can of worms, and we're going to make you eat them. So the Time Lords are not too happy what Bruce is trying to do, and I think they know what they're trying to do as well. It's Bruce. He's trying to figure out how to change things back, where he's got his father in another realm, and I think he's trying to get a hold of his father in that other realm. I think that's what was going to happen as well. So Thomas Wayne, in issue one of Flashpoint Beyond, he's taken uh, Judge Dent's son under his wing. It's kind of mirroring the Dick Grayson Robin thing. But he takes Judge Dent's son home with him, just like he did with Robin. And although he's not as cordial as Bruce was with Dick Grayson, he's kind of just like, eh, you're here. And he tells Oswald Cobblepot, who obviously you would imagine isn't the best of babysitters, to look after the kid while he goes and does his Batman thing. And he's like, hey, you know, uh, what do you want to do now? He's like, boss, you told me I was going to come here and do some work. I wasn't going to hear be here to babysit. And he's like, uh, yeah, you're going to watch the kid, and I'm going to go do some things. I'm going fishing, he tells him. He goes, well, all right, well, what do you want to do, kid? And he goes, I want to learn how to shoot a gun. And, of course, since it's the penguin in any realm, he's going to be like, oh, okay, what kind? So he's already the best babysitter, right? So we see Thomas Wayne get changed into his Batman attire, and he's watching the news. And he's looking at uh, some other news where uh, some superhumans are trying to uh, fight Aquaman and Wonder Woman. We see that Oliver Queen is dead, so you're already down one other Justice Leaguer that could have helped. Uh, he's uh, just really ticked off that all these characters that he needed are vanishing and dying and everything. So he says, you know what, Aquaman's going to tell me what he knows, or I'll gut the fish where he stands. So Batman's going after Aquaman right now. So that's going to be some interesting stuff. And then we see what's going on with Aquaman, where to find him and everything. Uh, we see that uh, England is half underwater. Most of Europe is getting ready to be underwater. And Aquaman has taken uh, headquarters in Parliament, where Aquaman and his, par and his council are sitting. And they're like, well, we don't know what happened to Wonder Woman. It's like a news report. So Wonder Woman has mysteriously vanished, and Aquaman is held up in his parliament. And then we see what really happened. Aquaman has Wonder Woman tied up in this pool of water with her lasso of truth under heavy guard. And they're, uh, they're you know, she's tied up nice and tight. They can't get out. They, she can't get out. And her guards are taunting her, and she ends up hurting one of the guards, but still, you know, she's still trying to struggle and can't get out. So Batman comes out of the water and kills both of those guards. It's just like a boom, boom, kills both the guards. 
And she goes, I thought you were dead. And he goes, so did I. And she's like, no, you need to let me loose. He goes, I didn't come here to free you. I need your magic lasso. I need to use it on Aquaman. I need to borrow it. And she goes, what do I get out of this? He goes, I'll let you live. You might still have enough time to free your sisters before the island sinks into the sea. So he's giving her an opportunity to save herself and the rest of the Amazons. So I guess that worked because the next thing you see is Aquaman is just kind of brooding on a throne in the dark. Batman comes out of nowhere and throws the lasso of truth behind his neck and goes, you sent one of your assassins to kill Barry Allen. Why did you do it? Who asked you? And he goes, peasant, and he kind of throws him out of the way. And he's still holding on to the lasso. And he's like, you can't resist the lasso. Who sent the scavenger to Gotham to kill Barry Allen? And he goes, whoever sent the scavenger, it wasn't me. Now I'm going to tear your head from your shoulders. And that's the truth. And uh, we see Oswald, while this fight's going on, in his headset going, hey, you need to come back. There was a bomb and your casino just got leveled. It's completely gone. He's like, I'm a little busy right now. And you see Oswald trying to talk to him in the back of the head. And uh, he's still dealing with Aquaman. He knocks Batman to the ground and he rolls up the lasso of truth. And he's like, uh, you released Wonder Woman. You're a fool. She'll burn this world to the ground. You have to know that. So he goes to where he kept Wonder Woman and uh, he doesn't find her. He comes back to his throne room and his trident is missing. And he goes, where did it go? And as he says that, Wonder Woman jumps up behind him and stabs him with his trident, his own trident. And she goes, your reign is over, Emperor, and so is man's. You are a fool, fool, Arthur. And he goes, I loved Mira. You killed her. And Wonder Woman stands over Aquaman as he dies. Wonder Woman goes, our deal is done unless you want me to try and stop you. And he goes, no, I got my answers. It doesn't matter. I didn't get all the answers I wanted, so I'm going to go. So he just leaves Wonder Woman standing over the body of Aquaman. And then he goes back to Wayne Manor, and Oswald is teaching the little kid how to shoot like seriously shooting a gun I'm like okay he's like oswald a minute i didn't ask you to be here to do that you were here to watch the kid he's like well he wanted to shoot so thomas leaves him to do whatever and he goes back into his back cave to brood and we go back to the main continuity barry allen shows up in the back cave with bruce wayne and he goes are you okay he goes why wouldn't I be okay? What are you doing here? And Barry goes, I felt something. Thawne is back. He tried to tap into the speed force again, but it spit him out. I tracked him to Gotham to your home, but now the trail has gone dead. And he goes, well, I've made some defenses since the last time that he came, and it's an absolute zero gun from Captain Cold. They're positioned all over the cave, so if he came in here, it would have triggered, and I would have seen him. And Flash is looking all over the Batcave for him. He goes, uh, we're trying to call the rest of the League in on this one and try and see what's going on. Something's disrupting time. We don't know who. We don't know how. But we're going to get to the bottom of it. So then Barry leaves, and Batman is left to himself. But he still has that guy that's one of Rip Hunter's Time Lords. And he goes, the Flashes will find out what you're doing, too. You know that. I might not be able to stop you, but they will. And it's not too late to undo what you're doing. And he goes, yes, it is. 
I'm like, okay, what did Bruce do? Bruce is doing something weird. And we're about to find out pretty soon what's going on. So then we get to issue two of Flashpoint Beyond. And we see this kind of uh, chalkboard that's covered in newspaper clippings and different uh, people's profiles. And the top of it is called the Time Traveler Murders. Uh, all of these people are like Barry Allen. It's Thomas Wayne narrating this. In my son's timeline, like The Flash, they have unthinkable and dangerous powers that affect time. And apparently somebody is going around and killing all of the normal humans that in the main continuity would have turned into people that would eventually go through time. He doesn't really know who all they are, but he does know from just glimpses he is getting from the normal timeline that it's people that could have changed everything. And he's saying things like, I'm old, angry, and reckless. I'm as corrupt as this world. All of it born out of Barry Allen's inability to process his grief. So he's kind of still ticked off at Barry Allen for that. And you know, I guess it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of something that he's going to deal with. So Bruce comes up, or not Bruce, uh, I meant Thomas. It's really hard when you see both of them in the same page. You know, you're going to get kind of confused, too, when you're reading these. You're like, is that Bruce? No, that's Thomas. Is that Thomas? No, it's Bruce, because sometimes they're both in their Batman attire. But they're both in Wayne Manor at different times dealing with things. So you're like, oh, what's going on here? So Oswald is talking to Thomas. And the kid, that uh, Harvey Dent's kid, is kind of just staring off in the space. He goes, what's wrong with him? Not really sure what's wrong with him. So Thomas leaves to go to, finally go to where his casino got destroyed. And he's asking the commissioner what happened. Something had to have done this. And he's like, well, we're still processing the scene. And it uh, looks like your uh, revenue for your extracurricular activities is going to be done. And they're like, ooh. Does she know what's going on? So then she says, one more thing. An Arkham Asylum inmate wants to talk to you. His name is Roger Hayden, goes by the name Psycho Pirate. He says he came to Hypertime to take refuge from a dark crisis. He also told me Bruce Wayne was supposed to be Batman. Like, oh, okay, the Psycho Pirate, finally, a lead. So he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but... He goes to Arkham Asylum, and he wants to go check out Roger Hayden. So in true Thomas Wayne Batman form, he knocks out a guard, takes his key card, and goes to find Roger Hayden. But somebody had gotten to him first. He's hanged in his own cell at Arkham Asylum with his psycho pirate mask, the Medusa mask. So he sees all this writing on the walls of his room multiverse bruce's batman don't think i'm the real roger hayden so they go like, oh, what does that mean now there's more questions than anything so then you see somebody talking to thomas he goes why did you take my boy and it's gilda because she's next door in the next room and she watched everything happen so and he's still in his full batman attire she goes you're dr thomas wayne if you you want me to talk to you about anything. I want to talk to my son. That's all I want. Is Dexter okay? And he goes, yeah, he's he's fine. He's at my home. And he goes, the inmate next door, do you know who killed him? And she's like, uh, no, I don't really know yet. 
And he's holding a chip from his casino still. And she goes, hey, can you uh, give me that? Can I see it? And half of it is burnt. So now we're starting to see a little bit of a mirror of Two-Face because she's holding on to a casino chip that's half damaged on one side. So you're like, oh, huh, what's going on here? And uh, he's uh, talking to her, and he's just asking what went down in Hayden's cell. She goes, I didn't see anything, but I heard that he got strangled with his own sheets. She goes, that's how my daughter died. She hung herself. Her body was cremated. Harvey wanted her in the ground. I wanted her with me. We fought about it, but I won. And she goes, did you bury Bruce? And that's a sore spot with Thomas. At least you can answer me that after what you did. He goes, you drove your wife mad. It started before your son's death. So she's basically blaming Thomas for everything. Ignoring his wife. Everything leading up to her becoming the Joker. And he starts punching the glass in front of her. And she's just standing still. She goes, I can hit harder than that. Watch. So she slams her head up against the glass and breaks it and keeps slamming and slamming and slamming. And finally, half of her face is mangled with the glass and everything. She goes, my pain is real. Her pain is my pain. My pain is hers and yours as well, Batman. So the guards hear all this commotion and they chase Thomas Wayne to the roof. He jumps off the roof in true Batman style and you know, gets away from the guards. But he ends up running into uh, an alley where there's a mugging getting ready to happen. So he jumps down in true Batman fashion, takes out all the, the muggers and everything, and the, the people that are left are... Uh, actually, one of them is a very familiar villain. It's Captain Boomerang. And he's like, you know, he's got a gun. He's like, I'm warning you, stay back. And he tries to shoot. Thomas Wayne as Batman. Now, everybody knows that's, yeah, that's pretty dumb to do. So he takes the gun from Captain Boomerang, and he gets ready to point it at him, but he's triggered by the events when Bruce died. So he's, you know, just not knowing what to do. Right before he takes the shot, he gets punched into a wall, and it's Superman. He goes, I heard you. You're wrong. Everything matters. And then we go back to Batman, Bruce Wayne, with all the Time Hunter stuff going on. He's got this mysterious snow globe. It's a snowman family. Uh, it's in a snow globe, but he has significance to something. He goes, there's something in this that is going to trigger everything. And he also has a watch. And it's a watch by a lady named Jenny Slater. Now, we all know who Jenny Slater is if you've seen anything with Watchmen. Because in the comics, eventually, the Watchmen have been determined to be in the DC Universe. So he's got Jenny Slater's watch and the snow globe. So something is really going on. And uh, the guy from the Time Masters is just spouting off again, telling Bruce that there's nothing he can do. Only writing his own obituary is what's going to happen. You're going to be sorry about all of this. Well, that's where we're going to leave off this week. There's a lot going on. And as, as I said, it kind of ties into things going on with Dark Crisis. You see a little bit of it popping up here and there. They're very much separated, but things kind of meld a little bit. If you've read Dark Crisis and you've read Flashpoint Beyond, then you understand everything that's going on. So when I eventually do Dark Crisis... 
I'll touch back on all of those things. So next week, we're going to pick up on the rest of Flashpoint Beyond. There's a lot more excitement going on, I promise you. And one thing that happens in the second to last issue, or the last issue, I forget which one it is, but one of those two reveals somebody's identity for the first time. You get to hear what a major character's real name is for the first time. And that's my little teaser for you this week. So join me next week on Comic Book Storylines as we continue our discussion on Flashpoint Beyond. And as always, thanks for listening.